Welcome back to the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast, where couples come who own real estate, want to own real estate, and just hang out and chill. <laughs> Every week you got something. Every good. week I make something else up, and I'm going to perfect that line, y'all just wait, it's coming. <laughs> and we also say every week that we're going to have guests, and guess what we have today? Guests! Do I, am I supposed to? I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love it already. So, so you want me to just say no, you just gotta roll with it. You missing the punchline. I'm missing it. You I'm, are I'm totally sorry. missing the punchlines. So today we have guests Rashid and Simone. Hey, and I won't introduce y'all. I'll tell. I'll let you guys tell our audience about you because I think they famous. Nah, <laughs> oh, period. No. Famous I'll let period. You know, you're the long winded. <laughs> don't do me like that and i didn't take my medicine today rashida and i we met um now it's like about a year and a half two years ago on a reality show called ready to love on the own and then two TV years Network. ago we dated a year and a half did yeah. we yeah you said it on the last so you can't even remember your story no, I, you haven't fed me today i haven't eaten today exclusively for a year no medicine okay so that's what whatever he said so two years is, is true the show. at the moment um, and yeah, and he, it was pretty much love at first sight for him. Boom. He period. saw me and was that just was like, funny. wow, this girl is incredible. <laughs> and I was like, mm, that could work. You know, he was dressed like a, he looked like an HBCU professor when I saw him. Um, you know, like the kind of freaky ones that'll like, if Wait. you sleep with them, they'll give you an A. Wow. This is um, good. So I was, I was open to it. <laughs> I was a straight A student in college. So I'm trying to keep it straight. Hold on. So you see what? <laughs> on the show. I'm trying to keep right. it straight. This is why first I should day. not have let her go first. <laughs> yeah. Like, you knew I better. Like, what I was thinking, like, what? why did I let her go first? Time out. There's always a his version, her version. There is. So okay. wait, is she, are you done? Are you done with your version? That's pretty much what, that, okay. on the first day I met him, which was on the show, it's uh, Ready to Love, The Last Resort. We had a mixer. And that was basically the synopsis of when I met him and, my initial thoughts. Now go ahead and tell them about when you your version. Wow. Lies. Okay. So my version is we did meet at the mixer um, on Ready to Love, right? So we go around, we're meeting everyone. So I introduced myself to her and then we started talking and she said, uh, you know, we exchanged like, what do you do for a living? Blah, blah, blah. And I thought she was very, very attractive. Like I've never been accused of having bad, bad eyesight. So, mm, like, okay. Okay. Boom. No glasses. All right. Yeah. Those glasses were fake, by the way. Just, <laughs> I could they made tell. Me change my, they made me change my wardrobe before I came out. I wasn't happy. So I just do something else. Anyway. So they dressed you like an HBCU. Well, right. Thank you. Because <laughs> that was not what the plan that I wanted to wear for the mixer. But there was another guy wearing something else and his wardrobe wasn't expansive as mine. Okay. So I switched it up. Anyway, Shit. I started talking to her. And I'm like, okay, cool. She's lively. She's cute. And then she told me that she only dates men who are married or divorced with a child. Because I thought I had a child. You said and I only date men with kids. No, no, no. Let me. Let me. Yeah, this okay. is version. Shh, no problem. It's not all, see, see, she didn't take her medicine. Testing, testing. So, <laughs> so I told her I'm divorced with a child. She said, oh, okay, because I typically don't date men with children unless the baby mama's dead mm. or <laughs> you're divorced. Mm -hmm. and I'm like, wow. Okay. Dead? Like in the ground? She said, yeah, preferably. preferably. Or cremated. Mm. You're trying. I'm like, what in the hell? What What's just the happened? statistics on that? How many right. people who are with a kid Baby's mama who's actually dead. Only one. There was it was it was it was very awkward. It was very awkward. I met him on a Tinder or Bumble, one of those. And I told him the very he said, Well, good, she's dead. I was like, Oh, how long has it been? Oh right. my god. He he was, yeah. You and I was like, Oh, I'm at the time when you heard. No, I was like, Well, no wonder he keeps taking it these like solemn single parent photos. It's like him and the two-year-old walking down the street, like something's missing here. Now I know it was so her when spirit. She told me all of that, I was like, Hell no, this is way too much. <laughs> so that was my first initial reaction. That's a lot. It's a yep. big personality. Mm. I don't know, because that's different from what I'm used to. But obviously, she was intriguing, so I wanted to get to uh, get to know her more, and then we hit it off from there. And you and thought I did. was smart. Absolutely. Oh, 100%. If you're not smart, <laughs> we're not going to date. So that's how that happened in my from my line Love. of sight. Now, I will say one thing in her defense. We do happen to have one other couple in our circle mm -hmm. who... The, the baby mama died mm. very early uh, while the baby was like mad young. I mean, like mm. months. Oh, wow. And then they've been married for a long oh, time. Oh, I'm like, like trying to put it together. Who are you talking years. about? They've been married for gotcha. like 15 years. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful or relationship. And it 
It you is know, a beautiful it relationship. Really well. It just eliminates guys who are just running around sowing seeds and like creating families and like going on with their lives. So. Right. So I didn't know that. When she, you don't tell me all that on the surface. <laughs> all I heard was like, God, well, dog, deductive reasoning. And then, no, no, you can't deduct that. Nope. I need to hear context. <laughs> so later on, we had an opportunity to talk. I said, okay. I've never heard that before, but it makes sense. So <laughs> there you go. It does make sense. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still tickled by it. So I will say, we watched the show. Okay, great. And we definitely you, like yeah. you guys' chemistry on the show. We, Of course, we know you because you're very good friends with my cousin. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we got, you know, we got a dog in the fight. We're watching right, the show you. to see people we know. We're like, oh, okay, yeah, we know these people. Mm-hmm. And we've always found you hilarious. And I, yeah, I, Thank I, you. I think that. y'all, as a combination, is absolutely... They didn't like, show, oh, they didn't really you. show how funny you no, that's true. I that's true. That. They yeah, did show it. But oh, now we get to see it on yeah. your podcast. Oh, yeah. There you go. Right. Because yes, she a mess, y'all. Eight, yeah, it's called <laughs> Ages and Stages on YouTube. And um, if you go, you can check. Um, we do reviews of the TV show Ready to Love. But like if you're not familiar with it, you can check out our, our segment we call Meet the Floyds. So it's getting to know you stories yeah. and story time. So it gives her an opportunity to show her personality, which, like you said, a lot of people didn't see. Yep. And then we just recently filmed the Dear Wifey podcast, which was phenomenal. Yep. That was a lot of big buzz. And then people who weren't familiar with her yet or familiar even with the show um, said, oh, my God, I love her. She's crazy. <laughs> I'm waiting for you. I don't know what your next endeavor is. And this is totally about this is totally about real estate. But you need right. to be in front of somebody's you camera do. all oh, the time. Because, my God. Did, did she tell you how? We were leaving. We were all on their podcast on, uh, I forget the name of the podcast. The Session. Talk the show. Session. Okay. Yeah. And we were supposed to leave. We had like a 15 minute segment. Are you going to tell on her? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I don't know. No, I would leave. So we were supposed to leave. 15 minutes they started talking. An hour. It, it turned into three. It was like we were there till like 11 o'clock. I think our really? session was like a seven o'clock or eight o'clock. Wow. We were there till like 11. We took her home. Yeah, like, home. Yeah. Simone was cutting up and we was eating it up. And oh, it, that's it, just it, what happened. She came home and told me, oh my God, you got to meet this couple that I met, blah, blah, blah. You're we're so going to be nice. friends. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, and, and boom, and y'all came to the engagement party. So yes, no, and so, thank you, thank you so much for the yeah. invitation. So y'all are also yeah. entrepreneurs, and we'll get to the real yeah. estate part of it too. Okay. Y'all are entrepreneurs. So what do you do in your day to day life? It's not all real estate, like yeah. Kevin and I. So I'm an attorney. I'm a serious injury, car wreck, and wrongful death attorney. So the day to day is, you know, I'm contacting um, experts and basically working on my clients' cases to change their lives for the better. Um, I, you know, basically we I fight corporations who um, have dangerous products that kill kids, that kill my clients' children, and um, I use I get to use my critical thinking skills, my problem solving, but also my storytelling to get recovery for my clients. Yep. I got to see that in action. Yeah. yeah. So it's the Red Wine Law Firm. Red I like your firm. advice on Instagram, too. Thank whenever you, you give people yeah, like good actual that. advice. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's right. He said, oh, actually. and I'm rolling out a new segment, which is basically because I'm obsessed with background checks. I've been doing those. Like, for, I do those for fun. It's how I found out that my 85-year-old granddaddy was on probation. Like, I was like in law school trying to learn the system. And I was like, let me put in my name. And I was like, granddaddy, who are you making these terroristic threats to? So. Now I have a new segment where um, once a week I'm going to give away a free background check. Well, it's called an investigation uh, to someone who has someone in their life that they feel they need investigated. And then I share the results online. And it has been very interesting. Where they can see that, though. Oh, on my YouTube channel, which is called Girl, Is That Legal? So that's her personal. Yeah, and Instagram. Sounds like fun. You're forgetting. Thank you. That's why I'm here. That is why you're here. That's why it's a good battle. Right, right. right. But as for me, I'm a luxury um, and exotic auto dealer and broker. So I've been in the auto industry and highline sales since 2013. Prior to that, I was a school teacher and head high school basketball coach. Really? So I made a complete 180, but I've always been in the cars and things of that nature. So I got into that in 13 and worked my way up through working for corporate corporations um, who own dealers and stuff like that and learned the business and decided to go out on my own March 1st of 2020. Really? Yes. Two weeks before the world shut down. Wow. So I was like, yeah, I'm going out on my own, yeah. like this and the third. And then two weeks later, my son comes home for spring break and they never went back to school. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, what did I just do? I left a safety net, security, insurance, this whole nine yards. But it's been the best thing that ever happened. No turning so, back. Right. So primarily that's why I focus on business professionals such as yourself who have don't have the time to do 
deal with cars and do all that kind of stuff. So our broker deals are also sell them directly. And I deal with a lot of high end um, athletes and entertainers and stuff like that to, you know, take care of the process for them. So it's really, really easy. I do all the heavy lifting, basically. Awesome. So it seems like the two of you are in very lucrative businesses. And we know that real estate is one of the can be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) But you know how it is. Look. Um, (laughs) But we know that real estate is one of the keys to wealth. So tell us about y'all's real estate portfolio and or aspirations. Got it. Um, So I have I have three properties. I have a condo in downtown Dallas in like the party area, which is called McKinney, um, that I rent out on Section 8. Praise God for Section 8. (laughs) I got me. You know, people be like, "Ooh, I'm not renting to them people. Let me tell you something. That lady had carried me through um, COVID. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. when everybody else was not trying to pay their rent. You were getting paid. I was getting my money. Section yeah. 8 was coming through. Yeah. yeah. So I have that one in Dallas. I own one. I own an Airbnb. Um, like, I'm actually the property owner because I know that some people, like, they will rent an Airbnb and then rent it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's right next to the Turkey Leg Hut and Bar 5015, um, which is, like, on the outskirts of downtown. So that's that's fun. And then... Um, I have a lot in a multi-million dollar community in Dallas, um, in in Cedar Hill, Texas, yeah, as well. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I also um, don't believe in paying mortgages. So when this one asked me to move in, I was like, oh, cool. I don't have to pay a mortgage. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, here we go. (laughs) Y'all make so many questions. All right. So you don't believe in pay? No, not me, him. That's for the man. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, 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 he pays. But money. what about when you're not together with anyone? Oh, well, then I have to. I don't have a choice. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like if I'm with a man. Oh, okay. I don't split mortgage. She don't believe in that neither. So mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he asked me um, in last like end of January, February, we were having a fight and I think he was trying to win it. And so he asked me if I wanted to move in. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute. I don't have to pay no Sure, I'll come on over. <laughs> and then he won the fight. Yeah, bam. So <laughs> we know you've owned real estate right. several times, though. Right, right, right. So tell your real estate story. Um, yeah, right now I have um two properties in my portfolio. I just bought um the home that we live in less than two years ago. Okay. So that was at the height of the low interest rates and all yes, that kind of stuff. You lucky man. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. So um, I got that. Um, that was sub three percent. Yes. So that was Oof. yeah. So we got that. Um. So it'll be two years in May. I got that, and then it's really cute, brand new. He designed it. It's it's really cute. Yeah, it's 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 cool, but we're already outgrowing it, so yeah, need to add <laughs> to the portfolio. And then I actually bought my mother's house, and then she lives in it. Uh-huh. So we, yeah, did we, that. we did yeah. that. Too. We do the same. Yeah, yeah. and that's our future house. So. Yeah, yeah. And then um, my mom was like, "Yes, but that house is for like when God calls her, hopefully." Long, long, long time from now. Mm-hmm. That's always going to be. She's like, make sure this. Don't ever sell this house. This is for Definitely. her baby, my grandson, my my, mm-hmm. my son, her mm-hmm. grandson. So we'll um, that'll be his. I'll put him on the deed and all that kind of stuff yep. down the road, and then um, it'll be uh, money generating for him when he goes mm-hmm. to college, or hopefully when he's much older, because that means she's still here, right? But uh, and it'll be a money generating for him. We'll rent it out and stuff like that. And then bought and sold. I flipped a house. I bought and sold um, a house. Um, I bought it from a motivated seller, um, right at around 500k, and then sold it two years later for 650. Nice. Okay. So and then um, so right now I own those two. Okay. And we got aspirations for we want to own multiple properties right all over the country. And yeah, as a married really couple, that's what handy. I'm saying. As a married couple, what is what does that look like for you guys gotcha. now that you're yeah. one? Go ahead, babe. You so one of my rules, um, like I wouldn't date anybody seriously if they didn't have mineral rights. Okay, you had to have some property rights, <laughs> and that was because we live in Houston, Texas. And I had dated this guy. He seemed really nice, but I thought it was a little bit slow because. <laughs> He lived in Plano, Texas, right, which is the outskirts of Frisco. And he told me he um, he was like 40 years old and had never owned property. I was like, ew, because he'd lived in Plano for at least 20 years since he had graduated high school. He'd gone to his 20 year reunion. And I was like, so you're renting this house? He was like, yeah, that same house. Like if he would have got it five, seven years prior to us talking would have been 100000 or one twenty five. Mm-hmm. Now it's worth five, and he's sitting there renting it. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah. So how does that make your hoo-ha feel? Just dry, <laughs> like sandpaper. <laughs> Ugh. 
<laughs> so I was just like, oh, my God. No. Right so, well, yeah. Well, I mean, oh, these are classy well. people. Yeah, I appreciate that. But <laughs> but I no, I tell was us the like, not so classy version. Okay, ready. absolutely. I was like, okay, you're Uh-oh. slow. I can't do it to you because you don't make good choices. And people and dumb guys make dumb babies. And I, I don't want to call CPS to call me. You whoop a dumb baby because you're just like, you're so dumb. It's hard to have patience with them. But overall, just with dating, I was just like, especially dating in Texas, <laughs> at our age, like you could have gotten in the market for under 200. Yep. And so when these, I hear these guys say, oh, what do you want to, and I ask them, like, what do you want to do? They're like, oh, I want to do real estate. But you lived in Texas for 40 years and you you didn't get in when you could for 40 or, I say 40, but there were condos for 40 or 100K or even 150. Like, I don't believe that you will walk the walk. You just want to talk it. Yeah. No. Well, go ahead. I was just agreeing with her. Uh, now, I'll, I'll say this and I'll. Dumb guys I'll do make dumb babies. I'll, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'll, Simone said that. I'll, I'll speak Later. to uh, black men, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Historically, black men are underbought compared to black women, especially. Yeah, right? yeah, like, sure. And a lot of that comes from a lack of knowledge. We don't know we can't, right? Okay. Um, which I'm personally passionate about and we definitely talk about a lot on this podcast. But for me, I didn't buy until I was 30 and I it's I'd made money. I had good job history. I've yeah. been a parent since I was 20. I was married or whatever. And I always thought I wasn't ready or I thought, you know, mm-hmm. maybe I didn't have what it took or I didn't get my credit right or whatever. And then she bought her first house at 25 and yeah. not yeah. only bought her first house, inspired all her friends to buy houses. Mm-hmm. So it's this yeah. group of women, all single professional women who all own these houses, dating these men who don't own, live in an apartment, live with a friend, live yeah. with their mama. And for me, I was coming off of a divorce. I got my first apartment. My first apartment yeah. by myself. Two weeks, I meet her. We've been together ever since. Aww. And literally, it she changed my financial life. Yeah. Yeah. I did. No, that's a true story. It's funny you say that about black men because I'm divorced as well. And right when we were getting engaged and about to get married, she was she's younger than me. She was mid-20s as you. She had just bought a townhouse, mm-hmm. right? And I was about to buy. It was so crazy. I wish I would have. I was about to I buy myself because I was a teacher at that you point, too. right? Yep. Now Stable I'm balling. Yeah. 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 Yep. <laughs> Making, you know, what teachers make. But I was coming from um, basically a graduate assistant position coaching at University of Houston. Making no money. Right. So this, I'm a te- I'm balling, right? <laughs> so I'm about to buy property, but I'm like, well, you just bought yours. So we're about to get married. I'm going to just move in with you yep. at your house and not buy this property. Mm-hmm. That was so dumb of me. Yep. I should have bought that. I would have still had it to this day. Why did she make you buy justify... it? It's a good lesson. Right. She didn't. Because second wives are better. She didn't know no better. Second wives know. are better. Second wives are better. Yeah, yeah we are. Know. I mean, she was in her early 20s. She knew well enough to buy her own real estate, but she was in agreement with that. So maybe she didn't. Oh, and so it's not. Hold on. It's okay, not. Uh, it's not an indictment on her. It's an indictment on me. Oh, I don't blame good. her. It's that's me. a good response. So. I should have got that because I could have still held it. Yeah. So that's just a learning lesson. No, that's real. And the reason I ask is because, sorry, I was being long-winded before, but I, like dating-wise, even if he had never bought a property or before, one of my requirements is he had to because I would want him to, I would have wanted you to get that property because then together, yeah, because you would get an owner-occupied mortgage, which is super low. You know, that's that three and a half percent. Yeah. And then we would just rent it out when we together get our property that we want to be yeah. our family home. Yeah. That's good advice, though. So for the single people that watch this, which yeah. is mostly women, when we look at our statistic, the single women that watch this, like get you get a property. Most women, and I remember my friends saying like, oh, I want to wait until I get married yep. to get a property. Yeah. And I'm like, no, get a property now. So when you get married, y'all can get something else. And then that <clears> you already have a real estate portfolio. It's a really right. great way to start. And so both of y'all should get property and then come together. So that's yes. a gem. Uh-huh. Thank you for dropping that. And like y'all literally like, the reason I bought my property is I was dating this raggedy man and I was just, I was thinking, I was like, God, why would you bring this raggedy Negro in my life? Like, why would you do this to me? I know you love me. And I realized um, it was because I had gotten too comfortable in my life and God made him raggedy so that I, because I used to just stay at his downtown apartment. And I said, you know what? I like this area. I want the convenience of where he lives, let me see how much it would be for me to own. And that's how I came to own my first property is that raggedy man. And just as an example, my mortgage there is, um, it's 1132 a month. That's my mortgage. That's my 
taxes, that's like all of that stuff. HOA, maybe um, all that. My HOA is uh, two hundred more a month. Okay. But um, my my taxes and my more uh, my insurance are eleven thirty two. I rent it every month. Section eight. 2050. Really? Nice. 2050. Yeah. All right. That was that raggedy man. So every time when I look back, I said, Jesus, thank you for that raggedy man. That's what man. his raggedy. That's what that raggedy <laughs> man could do. No, but, but see, you need the raggedy men. I, she you, dated a raggedy man. Yeah. Right. Before, before she found exactly, this beautiful divorce, you know, <laughs> divorce man. But the reality of the situation is divorcee. if you don't go through those situations, right. you don't know how to raise your standards to that next level. Yeah, that's so true. she knew that that house that she bought was going to be a starter home. And now that house makes us $700 a month. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. And See? It, it's like butter. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And we use that to start investing in real estate. We, you know, mm-hmm. we did exactly what you said. I took my credit. We did three and a half percent down building our new house, which we live in now. And then now we started this portfolio. But if she hadn't had that foundation, we wouldn't have had a place to build right. from. Yeah. Ask a question. Mm, yeah. yeah. So in that scenario, your your home now, the one that you said you bought at 25, mm-hmm. that you're making 700 a month mm-hmm. on now. So d- does your strategy, do you all, does that, does he participate in the the equity that you receive so, or the, the, the monthly um, profit? Does that, since you, since you got that prior to y'all's marriage. Yeah. So since we're household? married, mm-hmm. what ends up happening, it technically no, but technically yes. Right. Okay. If there's improvements made to the home mm-hmm. after we've been married, we actually refinanced the house. We gotcha. like took equity out of it. So now right. he's attached to that property because, because of that. Right. right. Um, I remember when I first got married, my parents was like, oh, you better protect your house. Because some people yeah. don't hear that. Because that's what you hear. You do. You do. And I mean, uh, in one respect, depending on who you married, I married a good man. Mm -hmm. Not everybody is going to marry a good Mm -hmm. man and you're going to tie yourself up and then make that a part of it. My family was very cautious of that in the Mm -hmm. beginning. Now, But we created this life together and it is what it is for us. And so we have joined because we together. Yeah. So I'll tell a funny story. Mm -hmm. Uh, and she might not like this story. But okay, well. So the guy she dated before me, All right. right? When we dated, this was a big contention. Trying to see where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> so she co-signed for a car. Oh, Ooh, for the guy what she a dated dummy. Me. It was me. Now, it was four okay. situations. I, was I can tell friend. you. It's all right. Yeah, right. Well, from a car guy, I've seen that. But, and because the cars don't appreciate. No. Nope. And the, the hardest part about that was when we got together, she was like, well, I ain't never going half with nobody right. or nothing. Because she's been burnt. Right. Yeah. So... I'm coming out. I got a million dollar insurance policy. I'm like, whatever. I'm like, okay, I'm going to put you on my insurance. You're going to be my beneficiary, whatever. And I said, would you? And this was just a question, but it started arguing. Hypothetical. Would you co-sign for me a car? Didn't need her to co-sign for me a car, but would you? She said, no. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely not. And I said, but hold on. I just, we doing this stuff together. I gave you all my money. You know what I mean? We put you on this insurance policy, whatever. It has to be equally staked. And that was a big contingent for our marriage because even her father asked me when I asked her, you know, asked him for her hand, well, what happens to our house and whatever? And we'll make sure you protect her financials kind of thing. And I said, well, I'll I'll buy our our house for us and I'll do all that. And all that stuff came true. But in those moments where we had to say, if it all went bad, what would happen? It definitely had to be kind of lined out mm-hmm. until we got to a point where we were all in and, you know, everybody it was, was on more everything. on this side than it was on exactly. our individual sides. It's more as a couple than we have now, individually. Yeah, gotcha. Anyway, at the, at the onset, it was definitely a point of contention. So for us, if she never would have gone through those experiences, we probably wouldn't have had to build to a certain level to be all in okay. uh, from jump. Because she did have more technically in assets than I did. Got you. I had a higher income or whatever, but I didn't own and I didn't have right. the stuff that she had. Mm-hmm. So, gotcha. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and I just want to clarify for listeners and viewers, because by doing it this way, right, by doing it, you both have your properties and you come together and you get a third. The difference is you end up getting p- potentially three mortgages that are going to be at, you know, where you only have to put three and a half percent down. Yep. And you get that low mortgage rate, like the 3% versus if you do it the other way, you get married and then you're like, oh, let's go get this investment property. That's going to be like a 10 to 12% interest rate. And you're going to have to put 20% down. So it it was like, yeah, it was it was really good learning experience. And I love that he had even though when I met him, he was a renter. 
That was okay. <laughs> like, you, you know what? Because <laughs> I was concerned. I was really See, I didn't. But you, no, but you me, of all people, do your research. You yeah. know I just sold a $650,000 house point, and I just got a divorce. And I, and get her, I didn't get her, know what side of town I was going to live on. So why not rent before I'd lay down some stuff and, and, and sometimes, and. you know, some issues happen after You got to rebuild. No, that's yeah. fine. But what I'm saying is, no. I, you, up like it's, I, did, I had not done your background check at that point because mm-hmm. we were just rolling off the show ready to love. And I knew we had to do a background check there. So I was just relying on their sense. Mm-hmm. Now I know. Yeah, because there's some feelings on that show. I'm just saying. But um, so I relied on that. And then later I did your background and I saw that you when you were married, you had owned a home. I thought when you were married, you had just lived in the home that she had owned. No. So that's good. Okay, that's fine. That's Did fine. she tell you she ran your background? I don't tell people before I do it. No, I just do it. Yeah, <laughs> Did you? And then we discuss after. Is that? <laughs> is that? Wait. Is that? I found out later. I was like, is okay. that ethically? Like, 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 can you do that as an attorney? <laughs> just like, I'm gonna just run people background. Yes. Do you need their social? Uh huh. Yeah, it's uh, the basis okay. of the reason. No, I get their social when I run their background check. Really? But you don't need. You need something. You look for somebody. Is, do you need? No, it I just want to know. Like, okay. how do you? Ain't that how people steal people's identity? How I could, yeah, I could. I do have to attest for like that. I'm doing it for a good purpose. Okay. And so my purpose is to prevent fraud. That's a good reason. I mean, that's a, yes. I checked the box. For we've heard of a lot of you know. people in the dating world, kind of on the crazy side. Oh, people yeah. dating crazy well, people. Well, yeah. I mean, people present money. themselves to be completely different than who they actually are mm-hmm. or were. And I think that's important. Yes. yes. Yeah. And I had somebody who was trying to move in with me. It was around a month. We'd only known each other for about a month. He lived in New Orleans and he was like, yeah, Why you know, I missed... this change? <laughs> Definitely said New Orleans. <laughs> leave me alone. She did. I'm not even from there. Stop. <laughs> leave me alone. But my grandma is. My cousins are. Me. Leave me alone. So he was from there and I was just like, mm, that sounds nice and all, but before you try to move in here, let me just see what I'm dealing with. And I pulled that up. He told me he had three kids because I told him the rule. You know, ex-wife, baby mama, dad, one of the two. And he was like, my ex-wife, my he had never been married. Those were all baby mamas. They were all baby mamas. Oh, I wish they were three. I found seven. Seven baby mamas. I found I found seven with over a hundred thousand dollars in child support arrears. See, and that's a fraud. And those are just the people mm. that those are there were seven that were sued on. And he so was trying to move in with you. With me. Oh, that's oh, what no, they ma'am. do. Y'all be careful out but there did in these you know streets. He had a bunch of children? No, he lied. He so, had three. He said he had three with an ex. But he was ex-wife. trying to move in. But I was looking at those three, well, and I was like, "Them three don't go together. Like along, either you ain't the daddy or she ain't the mama." Uh When I looked at them, how far along in this relationship did you do this and find this out? Uh, it was it, it was like it was like month two because he was trying to move in. Uh, so I have a question, please, you completely know. separate question. Oh god. <laughs> so. so you don't seem like you have as many crazy dating stories. Of obviously you were right. divorced, he was married. married, or whatever, uh-huh. right? <laughs> Coming into the relationship, and I mean, the show's a different thing, but yeah. just blending each other's lives. Mm-hmm. When she's had, you know, single whatever, one of the things that we dealt with, I call it single woman syndrome, <laughs> right? Yeah. Where you're so used to being that boss chick and whatever, uh-huh. being a partner is hard. Yeah. And blending those things is hard because yeah. you're used to dealing with a certain type of man that ain't really got his stuff together or whatever. And then they come in a situation judging you mm-hmm. by the standards of these other men mm-hmm. and trying to overcome that, right? Just yeah. in a, a relationship. So did y'all have any conflicts like uh, that? Absolutely. What? No, absolutely. Let me just say, one would be a fool not to learn from previous relationships and try to apply it to the next thing. Now, over time, you learn what applies and what doesn't apply. But I'd be a dummy if I was like, oh, yeah, I do all the dumb sure, stuff I did for the last But from a guy's perspective, it's a little different because Yes, I have told you multiple times. I'm not these men you've dated before. <laughs> you even said that on Dear Wifey. Like, oh yeah, you like, say that so when you like aggravated. Well, it <laughs> aggravated me, like, because I'm not them. But um, I think vice versa, though. Vice versa, because mm-hmm. yeah, same. My boom, my that. Um, I went through a divorce, so obviously everything wasn't peaches and cream yeah. there. Sure. So then she would have to remind me that I'm not your previous situation. Yeah. So I think it was just. That normal, I think all couples go through. When you first get together, there's always that kind of fight for position and just kind of where we are in the hierarchy or lack thereof, whoever's position is where. So, yeah, she was single for quite a while. This is her first marriage. And she's an attorney, so she has to be a boss then in the courtroom Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. 
But she has a very feminine side to her where she wants a leader. She values that. Mm -hmm. So, and that's all I've ever known. That's all I've ever been raised to be as a man. Of course, I'm not perfect. And that for me to see that from her and to show that she wants to be a leader, she doesn't want to be a boss when she comes home. That's where I've been able to see. So we've had obviously our little butthead moments, but it's nothing obviously mm -hmm. to end the relationship. It's just a learning process for both of us. It is. I think that's a part of the blending process where yeah. you take what works and do away with what mm -hmm. doesn't work. And because it's a new person, mm -hmm. you have to learn that and prune those things away. No, for sure. And you have the desire. I was having a conversation with a friend of mine the other day. He was talking, you know, he's over 40. Yeah. His, you know, girlfriend's over 40 and they're trying to figure out that next step. Mm -hmm. He's like, but man, I'm really struggling because she's so used to yeah. her and her friends and the single well, life Well, I think there's more syndromes than just the single girl syndrome. Too. There we go. Oh. There's the pretty girl syndrome too. That's true. I am. Yeah. <laughs> It's a syndrome You're not used to being told no, and you're lied to all your whole life. <laughs> what? Yes. Y'all funny. Not used to telling no. But sometimes you say no. I don't like men who say no just to say no. I need you to have a legitimate reason behind the no. Fair. Exactly. Look, you you feel that way because you haven't been told that no that much. No, I think that's that fair. Often. No, I've been told it too often. Mm, yeah, okay. Uh, mm. You see how that doesn't make sense and how flushed she got, right? Yeah. So, oh, well, you got to have logical sense behind your note. No, no could just mean no. Yeah. It could mean no. I don't no. want to do it. Yes. Every time, I, like, mm. she likes me to bring her lunch, which makes absolutely no sense because she has an assistant. <laughs> mm. So I said, you know, I'll be out in the field. Yeah. Coming back to the office, she said, oh, well, are you stopping to get something to eat? Yeah. Well, do you know where you're stopping? No, I don't. Mm. Well, can you call me when you get to wherever oh, you're yeah. going and bring me lunch? You pay a full-time person mm. to assist you with mm -hmm. all the many things that you yeah. may need. I'm not that person. <laughs> yeah. So why don't you send that person out? You. And then she goes, but well, I know that she probably said, it's, it's, it's more heartfelt coming from yeah, her, her hubby. Not her really. It, I'm just all logic. I'm like, okay, you stopping to get stopping. something? Eat? Cool. Get me something. You coming back to the office? Cool. Bring me some too. Right. I don't understand well, I don't why that so Yeah, otherwise, she does that for then me taking and, my assistant. And she and, doesn't have an assistant. So I'm, yeah, so you don't. And she No, but I had to, okay, because this one, okay. So we have, I have a bonus child through him and I had to get on him because this one would stop and feed the baby but wouldn't ask me if I wanted you know who would ask the baby <laughs> he would say is does dose want something that's my that's my stepmama name dose for two and he was like does dose want anything he's like oh yeah that's right did you yes it's not how that goes oh elaborate how does it go well most times me and him could if you if you want to um find me if you're looking for me I'm easy to find mm -hmm. look at any uh Houston area Chipotle and I'll be there <laughs> with my child He's just as addicted as I am. She doesn't like it. So oh, disgusting. That makes sense. So, <laughs> so we go there. So I don't even ask her if she wants it. And she then knows she don't like she, it. When we leave, she finds out. You, I could have got something. You could have got me the crispy tacos or some. Like you know, you don't like that like that. You just want to just just put up a fuss. But in her defense, I had to make that adjustment because it's just been me, and I only was just so. Mm -hmm. I said, you know what. You're right. Let me be more thoughtful. And if we're somewhere near Chipotle, we'll get that and then we'll get you something else. Especially when he would want me to babysit. This boy would go to J5 because he's a Kappa. J5 or whatever they do and be hopping yeah. around, shimmying around That's the city. That's once a year. <laughs> but, but, but you better feed me. If you want me to babysit, why well, you go shimmy around town? We Does it count seriously. as babysitting, though? It, it, it only counts as babysitting if he's going to the club. No, that was that was before we were serious, and she was living with me. So, okay, yeah. that is true. It was true. babysitting at the time. Now okay. it's not. I'm yes. going somewhere he, because he had me leave be my home. See you later. Come to his home so he could shimmy around town. The least you yep, could do so was, was feed me. All the least town. you could do was feed me. She had yeah. me like, and I got the, the no, I got the wrong pizza. Don't don't act like I didn't feed you at all. It wasn't the. I specifically said, okay, I love pizza really from this place. Day. This is not what this podcast is. About. <laughs> You know no, what it is but about I, is we, real life. Real life. Yes. We real we all are soon to be married. We real life married. Our marriage stuff comes out all the time all on the this time. podcast. we we'll be in business meetings and she'll she'll start it off, she'll say, You know we married, right? I just have mm. to preface this yeah, with just let it know. So when we have an exchange, go. Go, yeah. so how do y'all deal it. with the business kind of personal <laughs> interaction that mixing business for pleasure? Do y'all work together professionally in any kind of way. Uh, and as y'all yes. start to plan your, your lives, you have the podcast, you have all these things now that you're starting to accumulate. Mm -hmm. How does that interaction work and how do y'all kind of balance that? Um, you know, it's 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 a struggle sometimes, but it's 
it's well, it's way more good than bad. Yep. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because I think when you have two people who love each other and you're pulling in the same direction, you can't. Yep. The only outcome is to win. Agree. Period. Mm -hmm. So with the little spats and the little disagreements we have, sometimes we have to go to our neutral corners. Um, she knows she'll tell me something business related. And if it crosses over personal, I just need a moment to digest it and I'll come back. And typically I give her what she wants, but <laughs> I still need to I'm figure it out right. and listen to it. We'll see that that's not the case. Well, it usually is it, logical. Women, y'all always think y'all right all well, the time. I'm usually you, you logical. Know? Yes. Yes. How many times do you hear, I, I apologize, I'm wrong? Very, listen, accountability is a four-letter word. Ooh-wee! It is Boy, a four-letter word. We need to have our own podcast. It, look, so, okay, but anyway, but, um, <laughs> see that? And then recently, I came in to help her with her law firm. And, you did. You know, we're structuring some things, getting some things in order and run it properly, and we've got some people hired. Because ultimately... I love the fact that we work together, but mm -hmm. she knows I have a profession, she has a profession, mm -hmm. and we like those. If we can meet somewhere in the middle, she she's mm -hmm. helping me with my stuff, and I'm yeah. helping her. So that's kind of. I would rather work for him. Yeah, and that's what because then all the pressure, yeah, all the pressure be on him to make the money, and then I just make sure people don't steal it. I like that. I like um, too, versus like for me, I don't like like I like the corporate structure i've worked at like big firms in new york city and all that i like the corporate structure because you have like all the infrastructure and i just get to get in and do my thing um and when he was working for me so then i would give him all the tasks that i hate he would quit like once a week yep yeah and then i would be like i'm not accepting your offer of resignation right, you would not <laughs> i would not accept a whole it other career i'm not and it was always just temporary right Allegedly. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Yeah. Oh, look. Every How day. did you guys come to work together on your real estate? I think it was always, we always worked together. So we did our separate things when we had our careers. Mm -hmm. And then when we both went full time in real estate at the same damn time, oh um, yes. we relied. It was yeah, it was, it's, yeah, the, yeah. it's the ghetto. Not recommended. But we tell <laughs> our audience that all the time. Somebody need to keep a job. Somebody. Um, <sighs> at least until whatever. Um, but we worked together every day. We started off working together every day. It's we enjoy it a lot. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. It, it definitely comes with these challenges because house, home, and business is blended. There is no difference. It's just yeah. it just is. Yeah. Shit fucked up at home. Ooh. Oh yeah. <laughs> if things are up messed up at home, yeah, take that out, please. If things are messed up at home, then it typically pours over into the business too, and so that kind of sucks. But the yeah, problem is, as we scale. At home can't affect the business that much, right? Mm -hmm. So I'll be mad, but I still got to work. And still you still got to show up to the office with people. I still got to do stuff. Yeah. Still have it or interact with staff. Yeah. We used to argue mad in front of staff. We can't do that. <laughs> that much. Now we have, I know, but now we have more staff. And as we grow our business, mm -hmm. it's really, really, because you don't want it to be personal, right? Yeah. Like yeah. You don't want people to personally connect. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily personally connect mm -hmm. to you, but be all in your business you want it to be a professional environment you want to give that to your employees so it's like that veil right. is a very thin veil and a hard veil to maintain i think it would be, be better it, would it be better that you have more staff now so you can do more delegating to keep stuff from you guys butting heads as much or it's still going to happen regardless? the, the head butt <laughs> has nothing to do with the work we work <laughs> amazing together. okay got you okay 99 percent of the time i'm mad about sex 99 of the time. Uh, hello if we if we just keeping be, it if we keeping it a book we don't keep it transparent so i'll be mad so the bedroom comes to the boardroom yeah. all the time because there's i'm the so there's a personality construct that we created it's called fire spark log right so okay. three different types of personalities a spark is the big visionary this is the person with the big dreams goals but they don't necessarily execute it they don't mm -hmm. have that skill Mm -hmm. The fire is a self-starter, the person to get stuff done, initiate a project, finish a project. But for them, they don't necessarily have to have this big idea. They run the ball, right? Oh, if me. the spark is the QB, mm -hmm. then the fire is the running back or, you know, a wide receiver. Then there's logs. Log is your defensive line. This is your support staff. Mm -hmm. This is your admins. These are the people who help support you. Because if you think about a campfire, yeah, you could light a piece of paper on fire, but nothing will burn after it burns up. Yeah. Right. But if you have a fire, if you have multiple logs stacked up, it'll it'll blaze, but only blaze for a period of time. Without additional logs, it'll burn out. Yeah. Yeah. So a fire will burn itself out. So I'm the fire, she's the spark. 
Gotcha. So our whole lives are built off of her ideas. <laughs> but the problem is they're built off of my actions. Oh. So if I'm not properly incentivized, a.k.a. incentivized, <laughs> yes. I don't want to do the work. Yeah, I feel you. And if I, I don't have the proper support behind me, I burn myself out. Yeah. She could sit back and be the idea woman, but she can't get nothing done without help and support. Mm. So you got to make sure that I get what I need to support you. Right. So we're the opposite. No comment. Um, it's switch. So I'm the, I'm the quarterback. I'm the idea. I'm okay. the, the visionary. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I don't always Execute. see it to mm -hmm. completion. Uh -huh. Same. Right. And then she would be the. Uh, and whenever you don't see it to completion, it's just because there's something that the what the fire person probably needs to handle. Yep. Mm -hmm. That is just like yeah. it overwhelming you or you feel is outside of your scope kind of thing. So as of recent, we've kind of discovered that about each other and it's going to it's helping us. Yep. But um, it's a funny story. You said that about the bedroom, because when I first met her, cause she's such a big personality. She's so. <laughs> uninhibited mm -hmm. you would think I already know yeah, going. that's where it's going down <laughs> all parts of her life so and I told her I was like man I, I expect you to be come, I come home you swinging from the chandelier yeah. and, the, and the ceiling fan she's like nope Sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> they can't. Like, I was like, no, nope, I get that a lot. Like, <laughs> Tomo, Kevin thought that I was a freak because I had an earring on the top of my ear. I was like, oh, oh, listen, yeah, listen. Man, we gotta hold on to anything like, to, to think. Yep, yep, listen, my, so my 14-year-old, almost 15-year-old, right? <laughs> At the time we met, she was five. Okay. And she was really into uh Halloween high Monster or whatever. High. Monster high. Okay. So there's a character called Claudine Wolf. Claudine Wolf had an earring okay. at the top of her ear. So I'm like, oh, oh she. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, she a freak with it. She got right. an earring at the top exactly. of her ear. <laughs> not at all. Oh, my God. And that's not the case. That don't even make sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But you, hey, no. y'all sometimes it makes sense to us. It does. And that's why no. men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Definitely. I was but, like, I wish you had asked. But then I was like, well, babe. <laughs> <laughs> right. I I told babe. If we had these little, if I have these little frustrations now, it ain't gonna get no better when you get married. Especially you want to have a child. You want to do this now. You at PTA. You soccer mom. You doing this, that, and third. So, but she did tell me. Well, if I work less and I work for you, then right. I will have more. I'm like, okay, Incentive. so that's what it's gonna take. Let yeah. me tell you, that's not true. <laughs> that is that's true. Not, no, no, no. That is not Kevin, true. Kevin, I still work. I love it, baby. The work that you create for yourself. Number one, you have a support staff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Number two, I work essentially for you making all. You could sit back and quarterback everything and not work. You be at the office for 10 hours a day mm. working on organizing your mind to do the work. Oh, my gosh. Our mindset not is actually, essential. You can't do anything without the proper mindset. I'm you know sure. what? What we're not going to do is have this argument <laughs> in okay. this episode. All right. No problem. <laughs> No problem. The point is this. Mm -hmm. That ain't going to happen. Yeah. You could clear everything off right. the path. There'll be some other reason yeah. because women are women. Yeah. And that's just life. Now, the reality of the situation is as long as you have a partner committed to doing better and always improving. Right. And life as will be guys, life. And then yeah. we'll end this part of it. As guys, we, I do realize that you all are stimulated different mm -hmm. than us. Yep. So that's why after this, I'm taking it to a very nice lunch. Yeah. Yes. And little stuff like that. We got to take them to dinner, dinner, yeah. date, or a stuff trip. like that. Because y'all are more mental, <laughs> y'all more mentally stimulated he than us. We off. just, we can separate. <laughs> we just want to get the physical act in. Yeah. And we good. Let's move on. Y'all need to be more stimulated mentally. Yeah. And I know you understand that. And most men in my circle and I, myself, we understand that. So I have to do my part as well. Oh, that's so sweet. That's a good word. That's it is. A, I, I struggle with that. Yeah. He does. Because so, I do so much in the yeah, business. Yeah. I'm like, mm. but I'm doing all this other stuff. Yeah. I don't, our life is a date. Yeah. Our life is Valentine's. Yeah, that, Christmas. Christmas. that ain't gonna work, bro. <laughs> Somebody tell him, hey, you gotta say it again. That ain't gonna work. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> Zoom in. Nice Zoom in on Rashid. Christmas gifts. Yeah. Like, literally, yeah. we don't even do Christmas gifts. what the man said. I heard what he said. It ain't gonna work. Your life is Christmas. If you, you designed a life out of your box and said, this is what I want my life to be, and that's essentially what your life is. Yeah. Say it again. Us, Say it again, please. Say, he uh, said, "When you guys look at life and how you want to design your <laughs> life, what's work. your ultimate? Where are you guys going?" She had the great. I love just. This right. is when I do let her run with this topic. Ooh. I'm just be quiet because she's got. There we go. So when we dated, y'all, if you're gonna be as crazy as me, I just say let him fall in love with your mind first. Because mm -hmm. once you get that, like you can give all your crazy I do ideas. Have one question though, what? how many times you gonna hit the microphone? 
Like this, is like a, you think I'm doing this on like purpose? Like you think I'm doing this on? You think I'm just fighting them? <laughs> I don't the look like it. Fight Go ahead. Go ahead. Go it's ahead. an accident. But what I do, what we want for our lives. Sorry. No, no. Go ahead, baby. Sorry, my nose itching. What we want for our lives is, um, I want to be able to like live in Houston during the school year, live in some other country in the summers. We want to have a vacation home elsewhere. Most importantly, our son he loves basketball. So I told him, um, I got him his first pass, his second passport because his yeah. first one was expired. And I told him, do you know why it's so important to dose that you have a passport and can go wherever you want? He was like, no. I said, because you're an amazing basketball player, but I want to make sure that you get to play in Germany, in Europe, and you get to whoop all those boys. So you get to know you're not just the best boy in Houston. You're the best in the world. Oh, that's I love cute. that. And he loved that. Love so I, I want to have my kids to have international experience. Mm -hmm. um, so it is important and part of our goals is to international uh, have international real estate as well as our properties here. Mm -hmm. There it. we go. I love it, love it, love it. And just to close out, I'd love for you to tell our audience, we've learned some things over the years as we've bought real estate and sold real estate, about to get married and we're married. What advice would you have for a young couple out there? Um, in a as it relates to real estate, what would you have done different or what would you say to those people? Mm. Uh, number one is if you're going to get a realtor, get you a, real a realtor that has owned real estate. Period. That's me. That is like critical because it's easy for somebody in an apartment to tell you how you spend your money or what you should do. But um, that realtor who has been through this process, they also understand how emotionally tolling the process can be. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that would be one of my biggest ones. And then, as I said earlier, do not wait for a man to buy your property. You get it. You get your property and then you're going to be able to get a whole bunch of men. <laughs> don't wait for a woman either. Right. There we go. Vice versa. Right. Don't yeah. wait for don't a woman. Vice versa. That part, that okay. Part. What do you got for, for us? For me, I would say it's the long game, real estate. Um, now, if you're if you're a flipper by name, if you want to flip, you flip. That's a different type of to me. That's a different type of mindset in real estate. But don't get caught up in the ebbs and flows and then uh, want instant gratification. Yep. So I think real estate is the long play and it is it can feed not only you and your family for generations to come. So this is one of the things that I learned when I got in the car business from being around wealthy people mm -hmm. who do things like like. So, for instance, how we talk about Social Security don't don't bank on that at our age and younger mm -hmm. and 401ks and the, and, and the retirement savings. That's all good. But at the end of the day, if you have this full real estate portfolio of multiple, multiple homes mm -hmm. and if you pay like if you if you shorten your mortgage, if you pay it off early, things of that nature and you hold that and you run, if you need to, then at that point you can sell some of those properties. Yeah. That can be your nest egg. That can be yeah. your retirement and things of that nature. So I would just overall say play the long game and try to accumulate as much as you can. Yep. So we had a ball. Which I knew we would. <laughs> I mean, Rashid, you cool and all, but you knew Simone was going to bring the, <laughs> the star. You knew Simone was going to bring the fire, the fire, <laughs> the fire, fire, fire. And we always ask, like, definitely, would you come back if of we asked course. you to come back? We love to hear where you are and where you're going. Yeah. Um, and two, we truly appreciate you sharing your real estate experience yeah. and um, sharing with our audience how they too can transition from where they are to where they want to be. We got to have y'all on our show. Yeah. We love that. So then y'all can have all the little arguments on our okay. Oh, yeah. Because that, that's the bright podcast. Yeah. Ages, 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 ages of life, marriage, yes. love, relationships. Look, man. So we're going to have y'all on ours and then we're going to um, have uh, some adult beverages, us three, because you don't. And then we're going to really turn up. Yeah. Uh, and we want you to turn up that like and subscribe button. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Hit that notification bell. Follow us on all socials. Follow Rashid the Car God. Yes. Simone Redwine. Yep. Attorney Simone Attorney Redwine, Simone Redwine, Redwine on Instagram. Uh, Aisha Shelton, Kevin Shelton. This is the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast. We out. <laughs>